This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Well, in that vein, let's bring in our next guest, Alex Gold, host of Cody and Gold and that betting show on 16 Sports Radio in Kansas City, also a host on the BetQL Network. Alex, good morning to you. We are so excited to have a great football game in primetime, which we don't always get here when it comes to the NFL. So (laughs) when it comes to the Chiefs, and I keep going back to the fact I really like the Chiefs tonight, and I love the fact that I think as a – I think general fans or casual fans of the NFL don't really know that the Chiefs have a very, very good defense. What has been the difference for them this season defensively? Yeah, it's completely reversed, guys. Great to be on with you. It's completely reversed from where we've been over the last couple of years whenever I've come on this show and talked to you guys. It's been the defense really carrying this offense and this offense still trying to figure out. But how have they got to this point? I think you look back at the last couple of drafts. It's been pretty clear, Brett Veach, the Chiefs general manager, how they've approached it. They've tried to get more athletic and quicker on defense and younger. And and that's exactly what they accomplished. And last year, across the entire roster, they had eight to ten different rookies that actually got playing time, including significant playing time in the playoffs and in the postseason. A couple of those guys were on defense. And so now I think you're seeing the benefit of having guys that got all this rookie experience and now they're in their sophomore year, coupled with the fact that Trent McDuffie, who is in his second year, I think is a name that everybody's going to recognize if they don't already in the league by the end of this season as one of the best corners in football. This duo right now that they have in the secondary, as much as we can talk about Chris Jones on the defensive line, it's Legereus Sneed and Trent McDuffie. These might be two of the best corners in all of football when you pair them together. And that's not something they have had before. And this by far is the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had to work with. And that's why they're still sitting at seven and two, despite an offense that's outside of the top 10 for the first time since really the Alex Smith days. Right. So what is the biggest matchup potential problem that this Eagles team can bring to the table going against still a very good Kansas City defense. What's the matchup you're looking at tonight? It's going to be the run game. Yeah, it's going to be the run game. And if DeAndre Swift coupled with Jalen Hurts are going to be able to be effective against this defensive front. I mean, we all know short yardage situation. Uh, There's nobody better in football than the Eagles, whether it's the brotherly shove or now they've added some new wrinkles off of that. And we all watched the Super Bowl a year ago while these teams are a little bit different. I mean, short yardage was automatic in the Super Bowl for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was the best player on the field in the Super Bowl. They lost, we all know, and, and it was Mahomes that was MVP, but Jalen Hurts was really the MVP of that game. And so that's, it sounds pretty obvious, but like that's the key, I think, for Kansas City is can they prevent these from being third and ones and fourth and ones? Can they make sure these are third and threes, third and fours to where the push, push, push is not really in play? But that's the matchup issue for Kansas City is going to be short yardage. And if it becomes that kind of game, then I think Philadelphia will be able to move the ball. Alex, you've heard this plenty of times, how good Andy Reid is coming off the bye week. But why is he so good? 
coming off the bye week. I know it. I know it's because he's a great head coach and the extra time to prepare. But what are some of the little things that Andy Reid does really well that makes him so effective in this situation? Yeah, you know, every team self scouts, not just during the bye week, but as the entire season is going on. And self scouting, probably this year more than others, is extremely important for the Chiefs offensively with these wide receiver struggles. But I think what it is is, you know, that they're able to. Uh, almost hold back some things in the early portion of the season. I know at times Chiefs fans will roll their eyes even at that, like, all right, are you really holding anything back? These are NFL games. Anybody can beat anybody. We saw the Chiefs, of course, lose to the Broncos a couple weeks ago, but they had, you know, they had five turnovers in that game. I truly believe part of it is Andy Reid holds things back. And there's new wrinkles. There's going to be something tonight, guys, that we haven't seen yet this season. I'm not telling you that they're going to solve the wide receiver problems tonight. But there's going to be something, whether it's more playing time for somebody in that wide receiver room, a different way to utilize Kadarius Tony. There's going to be something we haven't seen. And he's probably better than anybody in the league right now, other than maybe Kyle Shanahan, uh, of being creative in play calling. And so that that's, I think, the key for them, that they're able to have some looks they showed in the first half of the season that is really setting up something here in the back half and maybe even tonight against Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm wondering if we'll ever see the ring around the Rosie play that was <laughs> probably the funniest play I think I've seen in the NFL other than like the butt fumble. But let's talk about bets that we like from this game. So from a betting standpoint, does anything stick out to you? There's a couple of things. I think you have to attack the, the wide receiver props in a couple ways on the Eagles side. And the reason why I mentioned that is because I mentioned McDuffie and Snead earlier, guys, and the Chiefs have done an unbelievable job against number one wide receivers this year. And A.J. Brown, his prop is sitting at, looks like, what, around 85 yards or so at last check for receiving for this game. I like the under in that, and that's because you look at what the Chiefs have done to number one receivers. In week one, Amon Ross St. Brown still had 71 yards, but it's one of his worst games of the season. Tyreek Hill, a couple weeks ago uh, against Kansas City, was held in the 60s, didn't have a touchdown, also had the big mistake in the fumble that led to a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, even before he was hurt in the fourth quarter, only had 28 yards against Trent McDuffie and Legereus Sneed. So I think the trend of the Chiefs faring well against the number one wide receiver on their opponents continues tonight so I like the under for Brown but then on the flip side the over for Devonta Smith which is a little bit lower I think it's up to 60 or 60 and a half now at last check so those are two props how I would work in the Chiefs defense up against uh, the Eagles wide receivers and then uh, Chris Jones to get a sack tonight he hasn't had a sack here in the last couple of weeks a lot of people wondering if he he's worn out or is it just teams are really double teaming him and it's opened things up for a guy like George Karloftis and Mike Dana and Turk Warden but I think Chris Jones gets back on the board off the bye week. So those are a couple uh, defensive-related props that I kind of like that tie into the wide receivers. Um, and then one other one real quick for you guys offensively, uh, Jarek McKinnon. Um, I haven't been able to find a rushing or a receiving total. If you can find it, I think that's an opportunity. But uh, an anytime touchdown for Jarek McKinnon. Look at the second half of last year. They unleashed him. They kept him fresh, a little bit older, injury history. And then in the second half of the season, he was one of their most effective red zone weapons. So I think Jarek McKinnon now post bye week as we're in week 11 is somebody to keep an eye on. He did have a touchdown uh, two weeks ago against Miami in their last game. Alex, along those same lines, if you're the Chiefs, you want to be more productive on offense. You clearly have Mahomes and Kelsey and McKinnon, those guys. But what are some of the ways they can do that and make them maybe a little more explosive compared to teams we've seen in the past. That's what Kansas City does on offense. 
Yeah, you know, I, I personally think running the ball a little bit is a key for this football team with Isaiah Pacheco, mm-hmm. really talented uh, running back that, you know, this Andy Reid, right? He, he he hates running the football for the most part, right? He's never going to be run first, nor, <laughs> nor should he when you have Patrick Mahomes. But I think when you're dealing with the struggles at the wide receiver room right now, I believe that they need to lean into Isaiah Pacheco a little bit more. I mentioned Jarek McKinnon already because, yeah, Travis Kelsey, while he, he cooled off the last couple of weeks, he, he obviously is better than anybody in finding space in the zone and, and, and able to, to get his targets and get his numbers up. However, on the wide receiver side, what's so tricky about betting any props related to them this year is you, you don't know who's going to have, uh, I shouldn't even say the big game because nobody outside of Kelsey really has, but who's going to get the targets? You know, Kadarius Tony's prop you know, was like 12 and a half yards in, in the Dolphins game. He had seven snaps and one catch. He got you over. But, man, you got to get that one catch in those seven snaps or you're not getting it. You know, MVS is going to get a bunch of snaps, but he may only get, you know, one or two catches. So your, your, your margin of error is so slim right now with these wide receivers because nobody's going out there getting six catches for 80 yards outside of Travis Kelsey. So while the props look low, Sky Moore's is like 18 and a half yards. It seems like, oh, he's a catch away. But, man, he might get you one catch, two catches. So that's what's really tricky trying to bet uh, wide receivers right now with the Chiefs. Also, Patrick Mahomes is such a good quarterback that he's fully capable of spreading the ball around, which is what we've seen for most of the season. So I keep going back and forth when it just comes to the basic, who's going to win this game? Can you make a strong case for the Chiefs tonight? I think you make a case for either team, right? I mean, these are two of the best teams in, in, in football. But look, I think as, as, Michael, as Michael had pointed out, uh, when you're looking at bye weeks and Andy Reid off of a bye week, it's also a game at home. Mahomes hasn't lost at home at, in, in November. I believe he only has two November losses, period, in his career. I think there's a lot of lot of that going in their direction tonight that's favorable. Uh, also, I think the Chiefs now are a point. You guys started this interview talking about the defense and how backwards you know it is now. Offense is, is kind of carried by the defense. Tonight, it's going to be in the 40s. It's going to be a little rainy. It's at uh, Arrowhead. The Chiefs have been going under these last couple of games. Um, so I actually more than the spread, honestly, Chelsea, I like the under tonight. I know it's a primetime under, which has been very profitable uh, for for games anyway. But I do like the under 45 and a half. I think the Chiefs are more likely to win a football game 24, 21 right now. And they can because of this defense than 38, 35 or 34, 31 because of these offensive struggles. But a, a lot of it is this defense and what they've been able to do. This is a, you know, a, a, an opponent in the Philadelphia Eagles who come Super Bowl a year ago, we were all talking about how would the Chiefs O-line hold up against that defensive front? And we know they give up zero sacks to Philadelphia. It was the Chiefs defensive line that got sacks. Nobody's really talking about that heading into this game, but I think the Chiefs defensive front will be able to get after Jalen Hurts. He is Alex Gold, host of Cody and Gold and that betting show on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. Also host on the BetQL Network as well. Alex, we always appreciate the time and great insight. Hey, thanks, guys. You bet. Oh, I like hearing that. I like the under as well. How much does that influence you, Chelsea, when you like a side or a total, whatever it is, and then a guest who is certainly someone Alex knows much more about the Chiefs than I certainly do, and he says, oh, I like the under. That just makes me suddenly want to play it even more. Well, especially when that person's the equivalent of like a beat writer for that specific team to where that is their – wheelhouse and their lane i don't know though because totals can be tricky like i think he sold me on the chiefs i think i am going to play the money line for the chiefs that or the spread uh but for totals 
I don't know. This one's dropped three full points. At 45, it's still a key number. But with both of these offenses, I still have my doubts. Like, do you really want to watch this game and sweat it under between two of the best teams in football? So I don't know, especially with both teams coming off a bye week. Like, I don't think Nick Sirianni is on the level of play calling that Andy Reid is. But like he said, what if the Chiefs have all these new wrinkles for their offense to where they're scoring a little bit uh, more readily than they have been in weeks past? This is not the secondary that the Eagles had in the Super Mm -hmm. Bowl either. So I don't know. The total kind of confounds me. Hmm. Yeah, I get that. I was thinking maybe playing it up to 48 because, you know, I know I love to do that and then hit the under. But playing at 48, you're laying a buck 57, and I cannot do that. You could play it up to 46, and then you're getting in at minus 120. I don't know if either of those bets are really worth it. I think ultimately, if you just like the under here, you just roll with it. Yeah, I think so. And that's, you know, the number one advice in betting in general. If you have a gut feeling and you want to play it, don't mm-hmm. let somebody talk you off of it because you're going to kick yourself if it hits and you didn't play it. I agree with you. Ooh, it feels like a 24-20 win for the Chiefs, like Alex was saying, 24-21. That's what I'm hoping for tonight. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.